NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. What do your music playlists and podcast feeds have in common? They're a reflection of you. And that's how the State Farm personal price plan works, too. It gives you options to personalize your coverage so you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price that's just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. With ever longer ingredient lists on beauty products, it's hard to tell what you're really buying. That's why Sephora is committed to cutting through the clutter and confusion, helping to push the industry forward by showing what's really in our products. Our clean standards mean products formulated without parabens, sulfates, phthalates, mineral oils, and more. So when you see the clean at Sephora seal, you know you're getting a clean you can count on. Learn more and shop clean at Sephora.com. This week, we're just taking a slight break in Double Century's normal programming to give you the history of cricket and Hawkeye, because I stumbled onto something that I thought you would all enjoy, but we'll be back next week to finish our series on the people who bought cricket. I might have found one of the most influential moments in professional sports history, something that has changed football World Cups, Grand Slam Tennis, and potentially the World Series of Baseball. The event happened on the 5th of June 1996 in a minor counties championship game that I am assuming had less than 100 people in attendance. And I am about to draw a very long bow here. But if I am right, one leg before decision in a game that doesn't really matter at all could have forever changed professional sports. Yes, that is a very big claim, but... Let me try and back it up. I happened across this because another major sport and league is looking at using the Hawkeye technology. I was listening to the Basketball Illuminati podcast and they were talking about how Hawkeye might be coming to the NBA. And on that, in between jokes about robot officials, they mentioned all the different sports that use Hawkeye technology. Interestingly enough, they didn't mention cricket. It's a US market, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it is worth remembering that not only was Hawkeye first used for cricket, but it was invented for that sport. And at first, it was just to enhance the TV coverage. And yet here we are 23 years later, and it is now used in Football World Cups, replacing the strike zone in minor league baseball. It's been around in tennis for a long time and just in so many other sports. However, because of the predictive element, cricket is still probably one of the more contentious ones at times. But cricket is OG when it comes to Hawkeye. But as someone who's used this data a lot, you can actually see that before it was used for any official umpiring decisions, it changed the way that the game was officiated on the field and then eventually the way that the cricketers played it. You cannot understate how much cricket has changed after Hawkeye. And yet, somehow in true cricket style, tennis actually beat them to the punch of using it for their calls. Of course, some of that does make sense because the Hawkeye can see exactly where the ball has landed rather than what we do in cricket, which uses the science to estimate where it will end up. But it is really interesting that this was built for cricket and then got popular elsewhere. We often think of cricket as being way behind the times, 
And obviously, in many ways, that is true. But how on earth did baseball just get around to this? Especially as certain catchers are great at framing pitches to con umpires and have been for generations. And I think some of the reason it was perhaps slower to move around the world is because it was a cricket invention. And I think part of the reason is because in continental Europe and the US, which are two places that probably drive innovation in sports slightly more than other places, cricket was not particularly a big sport there. However, by 2006, it was pretty big in tennis. And in 2011, Sony actually bought Hawkeye. And it's weird that in US sports specifically, it didn't catch on earlier because they're all about enhancing the viewing experience. In cricket, it was so popular that we actually had two different versions. We had Hawkeye, which makes sense because the owner's last name is Hawkins. And then we had Eagle Eye. I'm not sure if that was just a bit of a ripoff. We had an eye for every hemisphere, but eventually Hawkeye won out as the main technology. One of the other interesting things about its relationship to cricket is that it started out as a TV gimmick. And it was so successful that the ICC implemented it as part of the umpiring system before they had independently tested it. And that's not just Hawkeye, that's actually all the DRS tools. That to me is still wild. The cricket was just all in on this technology that they didn't even bother to test properly. In fact, to this day, there are still a lot of people within cricket who don't really understand how any of this technology works. But it gets even crazier because the BCCI, the biggest cricket board in the world, were actively skeptical and didn't use it. But there is no doubt of the impact that that technology has had from the start. As I said earlier, cricket has just changed because of what Hawkeye has taught us. Leg before wicket decisions are nothing like they were in the late 90s. In those days, fast bowlers would get so many LBWs that were quite clearly going way too high. Spinners couldn't get LBWs at all if the batter was even slightly out of their crease. Now the tweakers get rewarded for hitting the stumps and the seamers had to come up with other methods. And now when an international player is facing spin that is turning away, the actual method of which to face it has changed. Fast bowlers have come wider on the wicket, aiming more at the stumps. Whereas before, all of those balls were thought to be sliding down leg almost automatically. And one of my favorite ones is the umpires no longer penalize batters for them refusing to use their bat when they leave a ball for an LBW. Either Hawkeye in the DRS says it's out, or it's not out. Our old-fashioned opinions just don't mean anything anymore. And it's not just cricket, and it's not just Hawkeye that changed modern sports. As you bring technology in, you've seen huge changes in football, baseball, basketball, and so many others. However, I would argue that the Hawkeye technology has probably had the biggest effect so far in the overall world of sports. And so I want to talk about that thing that I teased at the top. Hawkeye wasn't just made for cricket. A cricketer invented it. Hawkeye was invented by Paul Hawkins. He's a doctor who got his PhD in artificial intelligence. But more importantly than that, he played minor county cricket. And so I thought, well, I better go and check his record. And I only found one Paul Martin Hawkins who played minor county cricket in the right age bracket. And I can only assume that this is the creator of Hawkeye. In the first innings, he was run out for a duck. That can happen. But if you look at the second innings, he was given out LBW for another duck. So Paul Hawkins played one semi-professional game of cricket, his big chance to finally make it in the sport that he loved, and as a batter, he managed to not make a single run in that game. And when I told this to a friend of mine, he wondered if this could be Paul Hawkins' origin story. This young 22-year-old cricketer, perhaps trying to test himself to see if he can actually have a future in this sport, he gets his one big break, he plays minor county cricket, and then cruelly he's run out in the first innings, and then sawn off leg before in the second. Could that minor county's umpire have started the chain reaction that changed sports forever? 
You can just imagine Hawkins trudging off the Ernest Pass Memorial Ground with the seed already sown in him for change cricket and ultimately all pro sports forever. I mean, perhaps because of that one day, we are so much closer to robot officiating than we ever were before. And if this is any way true, or even partially played a small part, that means that the bowler who dismissed Hawkins also played a pivotal role in all this. Enter the ultimate disruptor, former Lancashire and Worcestershire all-rounder Steve O'Shaughnessy. It's possible this little-known professional cricketer changed the NBA, MLB, Grand Slams and football with one ball of right arm medium pace. Oh, and what does O'Shaughnessy do now? Well, he's a cricket umpire. The very thing that Paul Hawkins is destined to destroy. Double Century is a podcast on the 99.94 network. You can download our app via the show notes or look for us on social media to see all the podcasts and audio we produce. If you prefer your podcast ad-free, you can support us on Patreon to get that version. You can find the link in the show notes. Double Century on 99.94 is a podcast narrated, produced and co-written by me, Jared Kimber. Abhishek Mukherjee is the main writer and Nick McCorriston edits, mixes and co-produces the show. Podcast Network.